Let the conversation continue with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Blazers Rockets going to overtime, tied at 124. Look at Boban out there. Just ready to get any time he needs to be on the floor, Ryan. I didn't even know he was on the team, to be honest. I just showed him there, yeah. Is he not the greatest role player in the history of the NBA? That guy is more commercial. He has as many commercials as Kevin Hart. Yeah, and they're all good commercials. He's the best. Yeah. He's a sight. He's a sight to see. He's just big, dude. He's just so tall. He can barely move up and down the floor. He's just lumbering. Yeah, it's like swaddling around. I, I know one person. Uh, in our atmosphere, who's actually quite pleased this game is going to overtime. Mm-hmm. Our buddy Dan Carpick of BetQL, uh-huh. propster extraordinaire. He tweeted about 10 minutes ago, I'm never going to forgive Alperin Shengun for what he's doing to me in the second half against Portland. Plus 3500 to have a triple-double. Bet $100 at plus 2900 at a, at a book. 10-6-6 six six at the break. 21-8-7 with four minutes to go. And he might not get this done. Oh, no. So, Dan right now, quite pleased. Yeah. yeah. I just looked at the update. He's got 27 points, 7 dimes, 9 boards. It's so still going to be cutting need, it close. I don't think he's going to get the 3 assists. I don't think he's going to get it either. That's it's Maybe double overtime. Maybe. Maybe some double overtime. That could be the difference maker, damn it. Yep. That's good, brutal. Good luck, Dan. We've all been there. You know, or you have somebody too where the first half you think, oh, they're gonna go all they're gonna go over whatever the number is, and then they just completely cool off in the second. Is there that team for you that you guys like just don't like care about and you hate and they bore the hell out of you? For me, ever since uh I was just a wee boy, it's been the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, yeah, not much there for Even me. Even when they were the jailblazers. <laughs> don't care. Pippen was there. Which is weird. Damon Stoudemire was there, I just didn't care. Yeah. I don't know what it is. They just bore me. Doesn't matter. Even uh, when Dame and CJ were see, there. See, I liked him when Dame and CJ were there, though. Dame, yeah. Dame is so much fun. I was really happy when the Warriors. You know who? You know up. who? Honestly, the team that bores me: Utah Jazz. Oh, hate them. Too. Oh, boring, boring. Hate them. Hate them for what they did to MJ. Even even when they were a playoff team with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, I don't know what it was. It was like it just the Jazz just yeah. doesn't do it for me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Not an exciting team. Yeah, not an exciting team. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Yes. You know what's crazy about the Thunder too is obviously. Small market team, but great atmosphere. Cool place to see a game. Everybody mm-hmm. wears the damn T-shirts, which is important. And they never really had to go, like, full rebuild when you think about it, right? Yeah. they had the James Harden, Kevin Durant, Russ team that goes to the finals and gets gentlemen swept by the heat. Mm-hmm. And then even when they, like, rebuild, yeah, you lose Durant and Harden, but you had Russ, and he won an MVP. And, yeah, he was out of control, but it was fun. He averaged a triple-double. I never thought that we were going to see that in the league. And then... You know what I mean? They had that weird year with Gallinari and Chris Paul and were solid and made the playoffs. And I thought both of those guys were just going to get uh, bought out. And now they got one of the youngest teams in the league, and yet they're still the number one overall seed in the West. So kudos to you, Sam Presti. <laughs> kudos to you, Sam Presti. No, I mean, really, they, they he is he's had to work. He's had so much less to work with in terms yep. of budget, in terms of free agency, and just stockpiled draft picks, found talent. That's why, like, here's the thing. NFL draft, same way. You can stockpile as many picks as you want. Yeah. But if you can't actually identify whether that talent can make it in the NFL or can make it in the NBA, okay, great. It doesn't matter. You're not going to be able to do anything. They're all going to be busts. You're going to lose your job. So it doesn't guarantee anything just because you have a ton of assets like the Celtics had over the years, like the Thunder have now, and it felt like feels like they've had it forever. Yeah. 
Any team. Yeah, like, I mean, even the move for Shea. I mean, it, not, now the guy has the third best odds to win the MVP. It's crazy. He's averaging 30 points per game. You found him. You were able to draft Chet. You know, you uh, found Lou Dort. You were able to draft uh, Jalen you know, Williams. Jalen Williams, yeah, Josh Giddy. So, I mean, they've built a squad, man, and they've never had to, like, really fully rebuild no. and have a terrible, like, 11-win season for it. They they did have the year where they, like, were winning too many games and they shut down Shea. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's like, man, Shea, most improved player. I'm like, has he improved? I think he's always been good. The issue was they just didn't want to play him because right. they were winning too many games. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's I mean, he's a, he's a superstar. Fifth in the league in our MVP voting last year, so I'd expect him to be higher this year. Again, I don't think he's going to win it yet, but he's just inching ever so close. But look, could be wrong. The Thunder keep doing this, and maybe the Sixers fall off or Embiid gets hurt. Everything changes. So speaking of hurt or maybe not hurt, good news for the Ravens. Marlon Humphrey back at practice and there's a very good chance, even though he was limited, that he's going to be out there and ready to go for the Baltimore Ravens. That's a big, big boost. Because on top of that, Baltimore also likely going to have Mark Andrews. And even if he's in a limited role, yeah. only getting some targets, you're adding two like two pro bowlers back out there at just the right time, a game away from the Super Bowl. Yeah, and you already have Isaiah Likely, who, I mean, like Mark Andrews, you never want to see a guy, especially like Mark Andrews, who's been their best receiving option for Lamar Jackson the past mm-hmm. how many years. You never want to see anybody go down, but man, Isaiah Likely is playing his best football. He's a monster at the tight end position, and now you could have multiple tight ends. Except not last week. Didn't go over his receiving yards. No, but he's, he did have the touchdown. He's uh, he's on my list right now. Yeah, we should have just went anytime <laughs> yeah, touchdown. Yeah, probably the best choice. But the Humphrey get back, as crazy as it mm-hmm. sounds, is the much better get back. Bigger get back, I'd say, going against that Kansas City pass offense who yeah like sure they lead the league in drops but like in the playoffs they're just a different beast mvs had the two biggest catches of his career last week hardman probably bounces back after his uh fumbles and failures last week and kelsey you're really in on that narrative aren't you yeah yeah i think i mean like it's 12 and a half receiving yards that bet mgm has so where did you yeah bet mgm doesn't actually have anything up right now yeah you got to kind of like shop around look around right now yeah because some books have it and some don't i don't see it going up man i don't think anybody else is going to be on that narrative this weekend so, 12 and a half receiving yards? Yeah, I like that. What do you think about Mark Andrews, 35 and a half receiving yards? I'd have to stay away, man. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know what he's going to look like, what his role's going to be. Yeah. I do worry that cuts into Isaiah Likely's targets a little bit, though. Yeah. I don't I don't know that I'm going to do a whole lot with any of the receiving props for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been playing the Gus Edwards just to have one reception. One reception. Minus 175 <laughs> the entire season, and it never lets me down. Didn't let me down again yep. last week. Yep. Didn't even do that, though. I took Gus receiving. I took Gus rushing yards at 40 and a half. Now, PJ, notable Ravens fan, didn't really love the play. Uh, Ryan, notable football guy, loves the play. (laughs) Football guy. You know, like, I liked Lamar's rushing yards when they were first released, but they're getting a little out of control right now. So, I don't know, man. I like... Like I like the under so much in the game that I don't you are wanna, big on the under. Yeah, I don't want to do a whole lot with the props. I haven't played either side this weekend, and I'm thinking about the over in Detroit, San Francisco. But I first thing I bet big was the under, and then like the player props we've been talking about, and that might be the way that I roll because the numbers are about right. Like I have my opinions and my takes about who are going to win the games. I think San Francisco wins, and I can mm-hmm. see them winning big. And I think I'm I'm still sticking with Baltimore, but it's just like man. Mahomes is like the movie villain. He's like Freddy Krueger, where you think he killed him, and then he just keeps like getting back up, you know? And that's the Chiefs. That's the Chiefs. Like, I, the Bills were dominating them on the ground the first three quarters of that game. Mm-hmm. And then what did they have, like 50 rushing yards in the second half? And the Chiefs, the Chiefs figured some stuff out. They just, they make the right adjustments. It's not only having Andy Reid, but having a guy like Spags run your defense is just so big, dude. 
And they just got guys, like not really even like household names. Like I love Legereus Sneed. You know, Chris Jones is really, really damn good, but I don't even know that he's a household name. And then in the playoffs, these guys just take it to another level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zay Flowers only 44 and a half receiving yards against that uh, that Chiefs secondary. Yeah. I'd probably stay away from that too. I Rasheed Rice, maybe. I my yeah. only here's my only reason why. They've figured out now, right? That he's the guy. Like, he's... For what you have on the roster, he's your number one receiver. And he's been relatively dependable. Now, only 47 yards against Buffalo last week. But 130 against Miami. You finished up the season with, uh, you know, against Cincy, 127. Like, it's there. I kind of feel like they're going to try to go at him again. Just because if you're... If you're Baltimore, you know, right, Travis Kelsey, they're going to zero in on him, and you got the linebackers to be able to do it and disrupt it, yeah. disrupt everything for him, yeah. where maybe that frees up Rasheed Rice on the outside a little bit. Yeah, that's why, like, and that, yeah, it's a good point. Or maybe that's why I was, like, trying to figure out who that number two guy would be, and that's why I like the soft numbers for Hardman. MVS, I don't think, has that game again. You know? Mm-mm. Uh, it's just yeah, it's tough, man. Because Baltimore could could kind of like do some different things defensively with Mike McDonald. Obviously, like you know they could play man, they could play zone, and with Humphrey coming back, I just I don't know what they're gonna do. They might just key in on taking Rice out of the equation because of what you just said. You have pretty good linebackers in Queen and in Roquan Smith, and they're both pretty good in coverage, so they could kind of eliminate some of the stuff across the middle. So I think you're looking for like a speedy slot guy, or maybe they got to use the backs a little bit more in the passing game. Clyde edwards alaire has been running really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that little one-two punch that they have with Pacheco, and those guys, like, feed off of each other. So maybe he has a couple receptions in this game. I don't know. It's just it's tough to call. I feel like this is going to be, like, both teams running the ball. It's going to be a defensive battle. I, I really think this is going to be, like, a 2017, at most, like, 24-20 game, and everybody's going to think of it as a high-scoring matchup because it's, it's Patrick Mahomes and it's Lamar, but... I, I don't know, man. These defenses are playing out of their mind. And we got to look and see what the weather is going to look like. Not as bad, obviously, as last week, but, you know, it's still a cold-weather, windy game in Baltimore, most likely. You know, if you're looking for a little bit of a, a reasonable long shot, touchdown prop, Lamar Jackson 2-plus. It's 7-1. I would shop around, but BetMGM's got it at 7-1. There's some 8s out there. Yeah. Uh, he had two last week. Josh Allen had two against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Two rushing touchdowns for Lamar Jackson, not out of the realm of possibility. And do we know yeah. the updated weather there, by the way? Scott, you're a weatherman. You're a meteorologist. The Baltimore weather has been... What people don't know about this whole area, they say it, they say it about D.C. area, but Baltimore is close enough where you can talk about the weather in the same way. If you don't like it, wait 15 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever. It changes all the time. If it's a Monday and they're calling for rain on the weekend, it's probably not going to rain because that rain's going to shift either back or forward. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Really I, quick while Scott gets his uh, Tom Skilling on, my favorite weatherman of all time, uh, about the Lamar rushing touchdowns too. So when we talk about the rushing yards, I almost like the touchdowns, the multiple touchdowns a little bit better, especially with Kansas City's run defense. 28th in success rate against zone read and design quarterback runs. And now you're going against Lamar, maybe the greatest, definitely the greatest running quarterback ever. Mm-hmm. He averaged almost six yards per carry on runs off tackle or outside the tackles. That was fourth in the league and also led the league in scrambles and forced the most missed tackles on scrambles. The only thing is, man, Kansas City, I know they're not great against the run, but they do wrap up and tackle in these playoff games. It's kind of like like when we talk about the NBA, like in the regular season. Like we love teams like the Timberwolves and like the mm-hmm. Grizzlies. But then when it comes down to the playoffs, we trust the vet teams. It's always like, well, the Warriors or even the Heat. Like the zombie Heat last year were in the play-in. You know what I mean? But, uh... 
Yeah, I think Lamar's going to have a monster game. I just don't want to jinx so it because I want this for Ravens fans. I mean, the best Super Bowl matchup, like we're going to be in Vegas. I think the coolest, like not the best game maybe, but the coolest atmosphere would be Detroit against Baltimore. Yeah. Like Lions fans in Las Vegas yep. hadn't won a playoff game since 1991. Now you're in the freaking Super Bowl. I would love to see it, man. I don't think we do see it, but that would be cool. And Baltimore fans are great, too, and it's been a while. Unofficial weather. Yeah. But we'll do it best we can. Yeah. Uh, it does look like it's going to rain the bulk okay. of the day. Rain, low 40s, uh, winds about 10 miles north-northeast, gusts up to 20, 24 miles an hour. So it's if you have tickets, it may be fun, but it will be crappy at M&T. So there's, I, that's why I went the over on uh, Pacheco rushing attempts again, the over on Lamar Jackson rushing yards. Love Should that. I do – you think Lamar attempts is worth it? Yeah, I like the attempt. Well, is so. it 9.5 or is it bumped to 10.5 with uh, BetMGM I'm try- right now? Yeah, I'm trying to find it here. Yeah, I, th- I think it's 10.5 right now with BetMGM, but it opened at 9.5, and, and I really liked it right Yeah, now. I don't know if I'd want to go over a 10.5, a 9.5 I do like. It for some, well, There you go. Okay, now they find – Anytime rushing I bet, attempts, Lamar. Anytime I bet the crappy number, he finishes Yeah, Lamar's exactly 10 and a half. Nine. Lamar is a 10 and a half. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Nah. Pacheco's still at 14. That was... I do like that. I thought, man, I was right there w- with Cody where I was just like, uh, who's not... Like, I thought his last rush was his 14th. And I was like, this... Are you serious? Yeah. Just one more attempt. Because after that, you got the first down. They're kneeling. I'm like, that's done. Nope. Nope. That was the 15th. I'm I was ecstatic that that's how that worked out. Yeah, I mean, damn, we should have went with the rushing attempts for all the Buffalo backs because the difference mm-hmm. in that game because we didn't really talk about that game in full. You know, um, I guess we did a little bit on Monday, but like the difference in that game was Kansas City had a couple different explosive plays over 20 yards. Buffalo didn't have one explosive play the entire game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like Kansas City. You, I was worried a little bit for you with the Pacheco rushing attempts just because they did hit some explosives. Whereas yeah. with Buffalo, everything was like four or five yards. Yep, yep. So their attempts, they had the, they controlled the time of possession and the clock the entire game. I don't know if that's going to be the case this weekend. And I also don't think that there's – I don't think this happens, but I don't think Baltimore goes up like two scores where it's – you know, you have to become one-dimensional and just drop Pat back the entire time. And even if they did go down a couple scores, I don't think Andy Reid's going to just abandon the run. So I do like over 14.5 rush attempts for Pacheco. Yeah, if that jumps up too much more, though, I wouldn't touch it. So anybody that wants to bet that, I'd bet that now. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a lot, these are all coming out to the point where it's uh, they're, they're starting to get bet up. I just looked at this Sun score. The Suns are now up 175 on Dallas. What the hell happened in the second half of this? Like, I know we're trying to watch these games, but you can't really see everything that happened. At what point Dallas was up 16 in this game? Yeah, I don't know, man. And they still got Luca out there, so you Dallas's biggest lead was 16. The biggest lead then for the Suns has been 28. They were down down what 58-57 I think at halftime. Had not led the entire first half, and now they've gone up as much as 28 in this game. 28. I mean, yeah, it's crazy how things could flip in the NBA. And so college quick. hoops to be honest yep. with you. I my my uh so good night so far. The only one I have left is Northwestern. We talked about this. I just thought it was a trap line because Illinois already beat them by 30 points. But Northwestern's a tough place to play because it's boring as hell. <laughs> They're up three points right now on Illinois. Yeah, when I covered the team, like no, like nobody goes to the games. Kevin Durant. Boring. Yeah, Kevin Durant's only got 10 points in this too. Crap, yeah. I had that in a parlay. I hope it's not one that I need. Oh, no, I think I'm going to be. Okay, it's different. I need Luka to score three more points. And then Elise hit a three-to-one parlay. 10 to 1 got killed. Jalen Duran, you're on the list. Bet MGM tonight.